the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Happy Memorial Day weekend, I suppose, right? Oil prices have topped $50 a barrel this morning. The S&P 500 is flirting. You look so good. The 2100 level. So we got that going for us. Uh, San Jose Sharks are going to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time ever, which I think is pretty exciting for people. Um, taking a look at some of the other stories that are out there. Um, this week was supposed to be exciting. It wasn't. Economic calendar is pretty light. Fed Chairman Janet Yellen is going to give a speech today. No, not today. Tomorrow. Oh, gosh, doesn't it already feel like Friday? I, there was no traffic on the road today. There's a three-day holiday weekend right around the corner. It was thought that this week might be one of those drifting weeks as everyone has sat back and waited for the Fed's comments to finalize their thinking about what to do going into a long weekend. Stocks are up 1.9% for the week. And like I said, flirting with all-time highs and breaking through that 2100 level on the S&P 500. There's a mixed batch of earnings results and guidance from the likes of NetApp, HP, Costco, William Sonoma, Abercrombie and Fitch. We'll talk about some of the breaking those part, but it was mixed bag to say the least. The move in oil prices appears to be helping along with some momentum fumes. Um, to push us, to push us, to push us, to see if we can't get a barn burner going. And so far, we can't really get the barn burner going, but we're trying. Um, Durable goods order report for April was an eye-opener. It indicated durable goods jumped 3.4%. Durable goods are big-ticket items. They're not cheap stuff. They're meant to last more than a month, you know. A washer, dryer, airplanes, machinery. The... Big part of April 
was carried in durable goods by transport equipment, which saw an 8.9% jump in new orders, a 64% increase in new orders for non-defense aircraft and parts. Capital goods orders, in turn, were a robust up 7.2%. Machinery orders, a bit disappointing, down about 1.9%. So there was also a little bit of drop in business spending, so the durable goods number was good, but far from great. Then we get the Thursday, typical economic piece of data that we chew on, and we go, oh, that's nice. Um, the initial claims ending May 21st were 268,000. That's a decrease of 10,000. This is a glorious job market, all things considered. Yes, we would like some more wage inflation. Uh, yes, we would like uh, more hours worked per week. Yes, we would like to, you know, uh, be more fully employed, especially on the extreme fringes. Um, but 268,000 people marching down to get their first-time unemployment check is pretty low, considering we automatically add jobs every year, every month kind of thing. Um, 64th consecutive week that we are under 300,000, which is... I'm not religious in the sense of like hallelujah, but it's it's a pretty good darn number. Uh, continuing claims jumped 10,000 to 2.1 million. The four-week moving average climbed 8,500 to 2.15 million. Uh, these are all pretty good numbers. So summing up, uh, the stock market today, we see the April durable goods orders up better than expected. Oil eyeballing that $50 level. Don't you love the word eyeballing? It just seems almost dirty, but it's playing with it. So or crude is at $50.06 a barrel. Not that long ago, it showed extreme weakness in the low 30s. Now it's showing you a little bit more moderate support, world economically speaking. All three markets open higher. All three markets are slightly lower at this point in time. Gold sits at 12.27 an ounce. I hate gold. Uh, I think people who buy and sell gold ultimately make a pretty big mistake um, because of the cost of buying it and selling it. Yes, you could use it as a hedge, but very few people need that kind of hedge inside their portfolio. So, um, 10-year treasury sits at 1.85. Any number under two shows you thoughts that there's extreme weakness in the world economies, uh, and there's a flight to safety. Costco's up six buckaroos. Holy mackerel. Um, they've just started a relationship with Visa, and they've left American Express. As Warren Buffett said, American Express made a huge mistake. They should have paid up for that relationship. They did not. Um, they should have. So look for Visa to win uh, nicely in the next few quarters, because that is a big deal, all things considered. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's talk about some of the other stocks that are out there today and how they're doing. Um, you have a lot of names. Sears, they reported a loss of buck eighty-six a share. How do they stay in business? I don't get it. Uh, their same-store sales were in line with expectations. They said they're exploring some options for its Kenmore, its Craftsman, its Die Hard, and its home services business which anytime I need a washer or dryer or refrigerator, I call Sears because they'll actually come the next day, take your equipment and put new stuff in. Whereas you go most other places, it's like two to three weeks and it just feels awkward. 
and Sears prices are actually pretty good on those uh, items. So Sears should look to uh, figure out what to do with Kenmore Craftsman, Die Hard, and their home services business. Apple executive Eddie Q raised the idea of a bidding for the media giant Time Warner in a meeting with Time Warner head of corporate strategy Olaf Olafsson. Um, but it's mentioned that talks never got beyond preliminary stages. Obviously, Time Warner has HBO, but they also have Warner Brothers and some movies and things along those lines, which would be pretty nice uh, for Apple to you know, get that stuff, that library, so to speak. Now, would they let Time Warner be Time Warner going forward, or we don't know. It never got far enough to really figure that out. Dollar Tree, they're a dollar store operator. Um, revenue was slightly short of expectations. Same store sales increased 2.3%. Typically, we, see, we pay a lot of attention to Dollar Tree when the economy is uh, sucking wind. Sanderson Farms, they make chicken. They reported profit of Two bucks and eleven cents. I know you're saying like they make chicken, or maybe they farm chicken. Might be better as far as saying it. Um, improved retail volume and better than expected export market. Uh, HP. They reported adjusted quarterly profit of forty-one cents, three cents above expectations. Revenue did miss forecast. HP also gave weaker than expected current quarter guidance. Um, it also cut the high end of its full-year outlook with the personal computer market still under pressure. I saw Meg Whitman talk a little bit about it. And some of the things that she said, she's basically afraid of Donald Trump. And she goes, if Trump gets into presidency, it's going to hurt the United States' reputation internationally. And we need international at HP. We need China. We need Japan. We need people to have a reason to buy our products. We need to stay competitive um, because there's a lot of competitors out there that, you know, buyers will go to and say, we need, you know, a server. It could be a China-based server company. It could be a Japan-based company. It could be a South Korean company. No one really cares. Well, they do care. But when you find a reason to hate the United States, a.k.a. Donald Trump, HP is a little bit afraid of that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Let's hit the road. Let's get this holiday started. I'm Rob Black. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I generally think that individual investors can do their own wisely and smartly and accumulate wealth. I generally think that. After years of watching investors make every mistake in the book, Sometimes it makes me a little jaded. It's just not that poor schlub who runs up credit card debt, relies on payday loans, can't ask, answer basic questions asked of him. Most investors can't either. Um, As it turns out, most investors are financially illiterate. Most people are financially illiterate, and it costs them billions and billions of dollars. I got an email from someone looking for a 7% uh, yield 
And I'm like, you realize if you aim for a 7% income yield, every $100 you put in, you're going to get 7 bucks back annually, that you're taking an enormous amount of risk. He goes, yeah, but I need it. But he's willing to take that risk. He doesn't understand the risk. His $100 could quickly become 80 but he gets 7 bucks. Woohoo! I'll lose 13 <laughs> overall, right? People sometimes just kick themselves in the teeth, financially speaking. Um, a lot of people have a lack of cash. A lot of people need for cash. People don't understand fund expenses. Uh, when you invest, you have to give yourself five years to let it work out, for better and or for worse. Um, but also, you know, expenses are a big part of that. So if you're looking for 7% and you your equity gets eaten up, you ultimately didn't do too well. Let's bring in one of our financial literacy educators, CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, got a couple of emails to get through. Let's do it. This is a big one, so let's see if we can't make this. Got a book? There? Well, this is, it's kind of long, and it's got some fancy words in it. Isn't it, and it comes from us, to us from Eddie, isn't it true that RMD is calculated based on the value of your portfolio at the end of December of the year before you turn 70 and a half, regardless whether you have been withdrawing funds for years? RMD is required minimum distribution? Yeah, required minimum towards, distribution. Tied towards your retirement accounts. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so the way it works is once you turn 70 and a half, April 1st of the year following 70 and a half, it's, it's, you know, every time I say these things, it's like, who made up the rule of 70 and a half? Why not just 71? Why do you have to calculate where your 70 and a half birthday is and then figure out, oh, by April 1st one year, but if you do, if you wait till the following year, you have to take two that year. I, and I think I can tell you why. is because when you turn 70 and a half, you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs at 401ks. It's okay. a certain formula that you use to do that. And let's say that amount's $15,000. Okay. If you forget to do it, it's a 50% penalty on that amount. So $7,500 penalty, plus you still have to pull the money out and pay the taxes on top of that. Sure. Um, you know, as if figuring out what Medicare supplement plan and prescription drug plan you want when you retire isn't hard enough, then you got to deal with taxes. On Are those hard? Oh, it's it's a full time job. I tell you what, to to go in and figure out once you turn sixty five, and pick the right supplement plan. You know, a lot of people that are on Kaiser just stay on Kaiser. I, I tend to uh, find that older people tend to be fairly happy with Kaiser. Okay. Um, I think younger people in terms of sports medicine and stuff like that, you know, fixing the knees and doing all. I'm not too big of a fan of it, but I'd probably go Kaiser when I'm older. Why's that? It's just everything's kind of in one place, and okay. a lot of clients that I've had have been happy with it. Um, and my own mom, same thing. Okay. So she's happy with it. Anyways, getting back to the 70 and a half issue. Um, yeah, what happens is each year you have to look at the 1231 value of all of your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, and every all of it. Now, if everything's in IRAs, it's easy because you could add up everything, figure out what the formula is. It's like 20, it's 127.6 of the account or something like that in the first year. Um, and then you can say, okay, I've got all my IRAs. There's three or four different IRAs. Figure out what the number is, and you can take a withdrawal out of one IRA. Maybe your lowest performing IRA, maybe the best performing IRA that you're peeling off the top, right. taking some of that growth, spending the money. Um, if you have 401ks and 403bs, you've got to take one out of every single one of them. 
And so people make that mistake a lot, thinking that, oh, I've got a 401k and IRA, I'll just take the RMD, the required minimum distribution out of my IRA. Nope. That's why it doesn't really make any sense to keep money in a 401k after you retire. Roll it over, consolidate it, so you don't make those mistakes. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what we talk about all, all the time is fighting the IRA tax trap. So when you retire, let's say at 62, you retire at 62, 65. Well, one of the first places I like to look is the IRA. If I can take money out of the IRA and a married couple finally jointly can have about 80 grand of income plus their, their itemized deductions and still be at a 15% federal bracket. So I look to the IRA first to make sure I'm maxing out that 15% bracket. And if you need the money, take the money out and spend it. If you don't need the money, take the money and convert it to a Roth so that you're whittling down your IRA, which means you're moving money from a taxable account, paying taxes on it now, moving it into an account that grows tax-free for the rest of your life and your kids' lives. And uh, and then that way, when you turn 70 and a half, you're not forced to take out so much taxable income. You're reducing the required minimum distributions because you're taking the money out earlier. And it levels out your taxes throughout your retirement rather than than having very little taxes until you're 70 and then super high taxes. Anything else that we need to know about RMDs? Is, um, there, is there a good calculator online? Does your yeah, IRS.gov publication 590. It has a, the tables there. Okay. And um, then there's you know all sorts of issues. So if people you have an account with like a Fidelity or Vanguard, mm-hmm. will they step up and help you come up with a number? Or no, 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 no. That's advice. Yeah, yeah. Typically, yeah, typically they're not gonna. What they do is they send you the letter to remind you. Okay. That you're supposed to do it. But Fidelity doesn't know that you have a IRA at Vanguard and an IRA at T Rowe Price or something like that. So they don't. They won't. They'll give you all the disclaimers in the world before they'll give you tax advice. So. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Discover is offering a no-strings FICO score. You don't even have to have an account with Discover. The scores are available to consumers who register online at Discover's credit scorecard feature. They do not need to apply for a card to obtain a score. Um, the scores are three-digit summaries of the information available in your credit report. They're used by lenders to determine whether to give you a loan and what interest rate uh, to charge you. I highly recommend everyone figure out their credit score. So I know it's – I just want you to know it. I don't think you have to, you know, get obsessed with it. But it's creditscorecard.com. It's creditscorecard.com. I think you should check your credit at least um, every 90-odd days, maybe 180 if that's where you feel better. But uh, my thought there is that gives you a good chance to see if anyone's pulling fraud. It shows you you know, what your flaws are, maybe how you can improve them. Uh, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Sharks make the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Warriors have a problem. They look flummoxed. You never do your best when you look flummoxed. Committing 21 turnovers and shooting just 41% from the field, including 30% from three-point three range. Uh, the Warriors are often, often, often viewed as a physical matchup nightmare for any team, and yet they're being physically outplayed um, by taller, lengthier players. Um, we're beating them to the punch, so to speak. Um, athleticism is winning this round so far. Now, again, two out of the next three games could be at Oracle Arena, so we'll watch statistically to see if the Warriors push it to seven. That would be fun. Um, could they do it? Absolutely. <clears throat> Will they do it? Statistics say no. Um, but sometimes statistics are exactly that, meant to be broken, right? Just a statistic. A um, couple quick things I want to hit briefly. Uh, <clears throat> jobless claims fell more than expected last week. That gives us a AOK sign on the U.S. economy, and that gives us an AOK sign on the stock market. Wells Fargo launched a 3% down payment mortgage. First-time buyers with low to moderate income have largely been sidelined. Uh, the common cry is credit is too tight, credit is too tight. Uh, 3% down, fully underwritten with pretty good standards isn't a nightmare of mine's. With no standards at all, it's a nightmare. Oil tops 50 bucks a barrel. These are all good signs heading into long weekend. Pending home sales surged 5.1%. They hit a 10-year high in April. Speaking of home sales, let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Something that hurt my credit rating, and credit ratings are very important in getting the best rate you can get, whether it be a home equity line of credit, a mortgage, it's important to have a good credit rating. It helps your job. It helps you get jobs. It helps you get rentals. It helps you qualify for a lot of things. A good credit score will even help you get a, a house when compared to somebody else. So it's important to note, recently, I got a, a letter from Bank of America. I had a credit card with them for 17, 18 years, and they said, we're canceling your credit card because those terms no longer apply. I called them and I begged them. I'm like, please don't cancel this. This is the longest credit card that I've ever had. It makes the ones that I've opened in the last three years look older, and they canceled it anyway. So I said, okay, I'll take my business elsewhere. I won't bank with you anymore. Done. But it hurt my credit score. The average age of my credit card went from like eight years down to like three because you took off one of these big, super old ones, and that's worthy of note. Yeah. So what do we need to know about getting the best credit score, some of the ways to um, improve your credit score? Um, you know, get a copy of your credit report first, and you can get a free credit report from annualcreditreport.com or from somebody that you are trying to apply for a loan from, and and they can analyze it for you and, and help you figure out. Check for mistakes. Uh, that's, you know, it's they're not big hurts to your credit score, but they, they do add up. Um, for example, if they're spelling your name wrong or they have wrong addresses or you're a wrong employer, uh, check for derogatory, too. Um, yeah, th that's the most important thing for your credit is making sure all your payments are on time, and derogatories will stay on your credit for a longer period of time, especially if they're a mistake. Um, you know, establishing new credit is not always a good thing right away, 
for example, you were just saying that, you know, you had some newer credit show up as opposed to that older long-term credit. Um, that is a, it will help over time as long as you keep your balances low, which is the, the most important thing as, as far as, sorry, the, the quickest thing you can change is the, the balance levels. So you can, st- if you want the best credit score for your balances, it's under 30%. So you want to keep your balances under 30%. So as long as you can maintain that for a longer period of time, you'll benefit more. Okay. Some other areas that have a good credit score or that help a good credit score, um, obviously, like you said, maintaining your balances. And I pay my balances down twice a month. So I do it once halfway on the 15th and once at the end of the month. So I'm always, like, maintaining my credit. I'm always throwing cash at my credit. Just it helps it. Mm-hmm. Um how about credit cards? Are there good credit cards, bad credit cards, or are they all treated about the same? Because they're I know all, I know mortgages help your credit a lot more than credit cards. They're all treated the does. same. Okay. Uh, they're going to give you the same rating, and again, it comes down to the balances uh, compared to the limit. Um, I've seen people actually take a one credit card that has a high balance and then spread it over a bunch of other credit cards that have higher limits, and they've improved their credit score. Um, and you could do it quite quickly. You can simply call your – let's say you're applying for a home loan and your credit score is 699 and you need 720 or just, or 701, there's a big difference between 699 and 701, and just find out when the creditor reports to the agencies and then make a payment before that, and then the, the next time then they rerun your credit. I've done that several times where I priced out a loan, and then a week or two later we repriced the loan at a new credit score. A hard credit inquiry has actually hurt my credit score as yes. well because I did a lot of refinances. Is that is it Was it because of that, or was it because the credit cards I've opened – what was it that dinged my credit on? It's it's a, it's the it's an algorithm that the credit bureaus use to say, you know, okay, this guy's out there shopping for something, and he he either can't qualify or or he's buying many many things. You could still establish credit um, after after a credit inquiry, but it's still not show up on your report. So they may be thinking that you're buying a whole bunch of stuff. So it's all part of that algorithm. So credit hits will hurt. Then there's soft credit pulls, which is basically a credit card company saying, okay, does this guy still have a decent credit score? And and we're going to reissue a credit card to them. Yeah, I was a little surprised Bank of America didn't reissue. Was keeping I'm that surprised. Same That's one of the first times I've heard a credit card companies calling, basically calling the note. And they just said terms changed. Yeah. And I don't even know what the terms were. Maybe your credit score didn't qualify for it anymore. And they did a soft credit pull and said, you know what, credit your credit rating well, didn't let's not, work. Let's not make assumptions here because you're, you're defaming me. I'm kind of important. I just kind of want to assume assume that it was a a dinosaur and it just went extinct (laughs) on me. So, but you know what, actually, okay, so they closed the line of credit on me. They hurt my age and duration, but they actually helped me because they decreased my total credit availability, which is how much do you borrow versus how much is available to borrow. Pretty interesting stuff. Anyway, we're talking improving credit. You can find Tony Mendez. This is what he does for a living. He gets loans done. You can find him at bayarealonesource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Under Armour and UCLA have penned a $280 million deal, the largest in college sports. I like Under Armour for a long-term patient investor who can accumulate it. I prefer Nike for someone who doesn't like um, risk. I think Under Armour is in it to play for the long term, but... Maybe you own a little bit of both if you think uh, athleisure and athletic wear is not going away. A Tesla driver crashed while on autopilot, ignoring obvious signs to take control. Um, People seem not to remember that it's not fully autonomous at this point in time. 
Uh, Tesla owners forget that. Whoops. Uh, there was a video that was posted on YouTube. The Tesla Model S is shown navigating itself through mild traffic until its front bumper meets the rear end of a van stopped in its lane of traffic. It appears the Tesla sensors were following the black wagon directly in front of it, but the sensors were unable to recognize that the wagon maneuvered around the stopped van. Uh, you can ultimately see the video and see that, you know, it's not ideal yet. We're getting there, but it's not ideal yet. Uh, golf is on the downswing. The golf business um, many Americans play golf. They're spending on clubs and equipment, struggling to find ways to grow. Is it because Tiger's out? I think that has something to do with it. Um, but Adidas is going to divest its tailor-made unit uh, to focus on shoe and apparel lines, showing you that you know the golf equipment market's dropping. Uh, it's totaled about $2.55 billion last year a drop of about 3% from three years earlier. There's roughly 15,000 golf courses in the United States. 11,400 of those are open to the public. Um, if you're talking about a traditional green grass golf course, it's 24 million participants in the United States. About a decade ago, it was about 25 million. So I have no patience for golf. Best Buy, their e-commerce business is surging. It's interesting to note because you think of Best Buy as a big warehouse kind of company. Online sales grew 24% year over year. Those are probably pretty small numbers. $832 million is ultimately pretty small. Um, but it represents 11% of total U.S. revenue for Best Buy, and it shows that they have to keep this component moving. Uh, Best Buy rolled out what's called a recommendation engine, which is kind of nice uh, way of talking about e-commerce right now. E-commerce is trying to uh, kind of get a butler for you, kind of get a, a shopper for you to help you. And personalized shopping appears to be a key component of, of most e-commerce strategies, showing shoppers an e-commerce landing page that only consists of products and services they're known to be interested in seems pretty obvious. Um, elsewhere out there, Apple explored buying Time Warner. Apple explored the idea of buying Time Warner as the company looks to get into the content business. Uh, not a lot came out of it. This is uh, would be a new area for them. The acquisition would have given Apple access to $60 billion media, multimedia content, including CNN, HBO, and Warner Brothers. Uh, the proposal never got very far and only stayed in the preliminary stage, but nonetheless, it illustrates that Apple is thinking this way to compete with Netflix and to add a Netflix-type component to their business model, which is a recurring subscriber base. Uh, absolutely, I think that would work pretty smartly for them, but they would have to pay a pretty big premium. Durable good orders jumped. Uh, jobless claims dipped. Uh, Wall Street tends to like that kind of economic data. Both of them are pretty good. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about Foxconn replacing 60,000 humans with robots. I think that's a pretty big story. Um, we've seen it coming. We've we've known about it forever, I want to say. We've seen the auto industry where it was just a robotic arm to start. And unions screamed and cried foul, like, you can't let that robot take people's jobs. And it's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's stoppable. I saw the CEO, an ex-CEO, an ex-executive, excuse me, tied towards uh, McDonald's say, you know, $15 wage an hour, $15 an hour to scoop fries is a mistake. McDonald's and other fast food companies will replace human beings with robotic arms. And you can't really blame them. Or maybe you can, I don't know. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You know, delving into that story a little bit more, uh, Foxconn makes Apple phones. So you're not talking about scooping fries. This part of a massive reduction in headcount in which a lot of a lot of Taiwanese manufacturers base their Chinese operations um, will have ramifications. Foxconn confirmed that it has been automating its manufacturing facilities throughout China for many years, which it says has freed up its employees to focus on higher value added elements of the manufacturing process, such as research and development, quality and control. Across all their facilities, they're applying more robotic engineering and more innovative manufacturing technology. Jobs are going to disappear. Robots and drones are going to take away jobs. Maybe we could start calling drones robots, right? If a drone can deliver your mail or deliver your Amazon packages, what the difference is between that and a robot? And then we're also seeing, you know, McDonald's and Wendy's. Wendy's are doing this pretty aggressively, rolling out kiosks where you can order without having that 16-year-old to 36-year-old, I'm going to say he's a 16-year-old pimply kid, but there's people that make a real career out of working at Wendy's, but Wendy's is rolling out kiosks where you can place your orders that way. Um, and jobs are going to disappear. And look at like even like the mobile industry, your phone. Um, mobile order ahead volume at quick service restaurants, QSRs they're called is expected to grow from this year of a $5 billion business to about a $35, $40 billion business by 2020. I have yet to do this, but sometimes I do uh, order food. You know, I'll call the restaurant and say, hey, um, I'm going to come there and sit down, but can I place my order now so that when I get there, I don't have to wait 20 minutes. I wait five minutes or whatever. So that convenience for me is awesome. Um, I don't go to a lot of fast casual restaurants, but mobile order ahead refers to a consumer-facing uh, mobile payment platform that allows customers to order food remotely, pay for items on their phone, pick up their order at a specific restaurant location. Taco Bell sees 30% ha- higher average orders when people are on mobile versus in-store. Starbucks represents 10% of the total transaction at high-volume stores by paying ahead of time. Uh, so directly contributing to increased company sales, you don't have to wait in line. You wait in the line to pick up, not in line to order and then pick up. 
Uh, mobile order ahead is still very much so in its uh, early days, but again, jobs will disappear. Under Armour and UCLA struck a $280 million deal, the largest in college sports. Previously, the largest, uh, Michigan, had a deal with Nike worth $173 million. Ohio State, the Buckeyes, they signed a 15-year, $252 million deal. And Texas had an agreement for about $250 million. So $280 million is what Under Armour is willing to pay up. Oh, that's a lot of money, right? So Under Armour also has deals with NFL MVP. Cam Newton, um, Bryce Harper of the Washington Nationals, Jordan Spieth, and Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors. Took me a second. I was trying to come up with the name for Oakland Warriors. So they're kind of like Supermen, right? If you put Cam Newton and Bryce Harper and Jordan Spieth and Steph Curry in the same room... Kind of have like the supermen of sports, but signing up a whole college, holy mackerel. It seems like a deal compared to the spokesperson quality of an individual person, but that's a lot of money. And uh, college athletics, big dollars, big dollars, big, 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 big dollars is what I'll throw out there. Anyway, you can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call, 800 516 1220. Uh, Sears is exploring partnerships for its Kenmore home services business. Um, obviously, Sears and JCPenney's, they're kind of in a death spiral. And I wouldn't touch them. Could you trade them? Yes, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't. Um, I, I, it just feels bad to me. So Sears lost $471 million in the last quarter. Um, that's too much money. Too much money, and you go into a Sears, and you could play like you could play hide and seek in a Sears, because it certainly feels like the employees are hiding from you, don't doesn't it? You're like, hey, is anyone here? Cheap gas, lower airfare is going to spike summer traffic. Woohoo! Or Americans poised are poised to, to do the staycation. No, 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 no. People want to get out, oot and a boot with the coming of the Memorial Day holiday. More vacationers are likely to head out, uh, meaning more lines, more tourists anywhere you go. AAA is projecting 35 million people will travel this holiday weekend, about 700,000 more than last year. That is a lot of people. Um, gasoline is cheaper this year than it was last year. Airfares are cheaper than it was this year than they were last year. It all makes sense. Caribbean and Mexico are great for deals this year for the international getaway per se. And you want to stay away from the Zika virus, right? So, oh, I'm Rob Black. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I always have events coming up. You can sign up for them at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.